The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. Welcome to the Stacy Pressman Hour, the very, uh, the very special uh, second, first, second birthday party show we've had because we had Angela last show, last three shows having a birthday party, and now it's my birthday party, and we are partying. Uh, that's Blake. He, he's not supposed to talk until he gets introduced. <laughs> But he, he's going to the naughty room. Um, so it's really exciting. Um, every year we turn a new age. <laughs> every year we uh, grow emotionally and spiritually. And sometimes we... And re- width-wise, in my case. <laughs> and ass-wise, in my case. And, um, <laughs> and sometimes we play our intro song twice. I just wanted to hear it again. It's so much enjoyable. Because it, it gets me in the mood. I have a very special musical story. It stays. There's no no problem recording it again. <laughs> I have no problem playing it again. Because I because I Angela take this away from me before I <laughs> I do something. I like erase in your entire Facebook account by accident. Okay, so I had a great week. I have to tell you about. My, I met Tori Amos. I went to um. The concert. This is the craziest story ever. And not ever, but. And I, you know, I love Tori Amos. I had a great time. I bought tickets from somebody from Facebook who I didn't know. I went with strangers. And I went out to dinner with a friend. And then, like, two hours later, people were waiting backstage at the Beacon Theater for her. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to wait, right? Because I'm just. So I'm continuing my dinner, whatever, like about an hour, two hours later. And then as I'm out leaving dinner, she comes out. And I hugged Tori Amos, and I kissed her and thanked her. What? Yes. That does not excite me in the least bit, but I know you were very excited. It's like you meeting Blackstreet Boys. The Blackstreet Boys. Okay. <laughs> or New Kids on the Block, right. which is Wait, actually... Is that a band? The Blackstreet Boys, or is that just people you know? <laughs> well, that was the one that... And, uh, and, oh, you like... Those new ones? Kids on oh, the Angela's Block. Oh, Angela's a huge New Kids Very on- different. They are very, very different. Than the Black Kids on the... Than the, than the, <laughs> than the Blackstreet Boys. The Blackstreet Boys tonight. The Blackstreet Boys. It's the English oh, version. The Eng- it is the English <laughs> and, pop um, group. Yeah, so that was my excitement for my... That was my birthday... Which the, and you know what I, I kind of manifested not to sound like I read the secret every day but I do um, I manifested that sort of energy I really wanted to meet her like I don't really ever care but I wanted to hug her and thank her and I got the, the uh, universe excuse gave me. me that that blessing you know what is you know what I find <laughs> funny about the oh, wait am I allowed to talk you didn't introduce yeah. me yet we have An- yeah, I, I got yelled at for it I know how rude because Angela just opens her mouth so I know I'm matter. sorry she's a chick she's a lady lady. <laughs> Anyway, so um, so we have a very special guest I want to introduce, uh, be- besides Blake Carter, Hello. and uh, the beautiful Angela Riley, Hello. my dear friend and author of Road Soda, Miss Kara Newman. She's a published author and uh, a bestseller, and she wrote three books on our favorite thing, which is alcohol, booze, 
Cocktails. Cocktails. Let me tell you what. This Mistakes. one that she just made, I took two sips and I'm bombed I know. Already. Out of our mind. So, Kara and I, this is an interesting I'm story. Right. I've known Kara. We were sorority sisters in Phi Sigma Sigma. Yes. I, any oh, Phi Sigma. you two probably there? have some stories. Oh, we have, we're going to tell some stories today. Some stories you don't tell. Well, some we can tell, right? Can we tell some stories? We can tell some stories. Yeah. You have to tell them some of the memories because the, the audience always likes to hear how whacked out I was. <laughs> not that I'm not whacked out now because I'm such a... They want to hear stories like that you two used to have pillow fights in your panties, which I hate that word, but oh, that's what they want to hear. teddies, too. We didn't do any of that. We were like, all right, this is how we... See how Kara's dressed right now? This is sort of how I used to dress, right? Oh, yeah, the business suits, right? We right. We were, that ta- last week. we were talking how we were very, like, um, like senior year specifically. We were kind of businessy. A little bit. Like, we wore the t-shirt and the sweatshirts, but I think we were a little bit, like, formal. Like, we didn't dress like whores. I know that's the same thing. You think that's why you didn't get a business job? Because you used the word businessy? <laughs> well, Ken- on your resume? Well, I'm very businessy. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why I didn't get a job. I was a temp. I was a terrible temp. I got fired every time. So oh, Ken- temping was the worst. Yeah, temping was the temping worst. Temping was always the worst. Yeah, it was terrible. But yeah, we have to, um, we, we, so Kara, you weren't into, I mean, you were drinking cocktails, not, not incessantly, not like other people we know. I wish I had been drinking cocktails back in college. Good Lord. So. I still remember that awful Kool-Aid punch. Oh, right. Oh, we did have that. With the grain, with the grain. Jungle juice. Yeah. No, just put, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, I, just, I was just fixing the microphone because I'm the engineer Listen, here. Listen, if everything went smoothly with our damn microphones, it wouldn't be the Pressman Hour, I'm I know. You. We need somebody to engineer it. We either I... just shut the electric off, <laughs> turn all of the microphones off, forget, like, it's just uh, unplug one and we don't realize it. That's just what we do around here. It would here. be mine. No, what happens is, what it, within the Pressman Hour is what, the problem is that I'm engineering it <laughs> and I'm, I do the best I can. Yes, I think, but I do. Lackey. I well, I. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting our engineering from a woman wearing an Indiana Jones hat <laughs> and pink glasses that's drunk from last night. So that's uh, that's one hell of a walk of shame. But <laughs> <laughs> I've never Excuse been uh, like I figured it out because the reason why I engineer the show is because when I did the show, I did a radio show with Mr. Bob Levy, the man, Rev, Rev the man, Bob Levy, and reverend. we used to ed- kind of engineer it ourselves. And then yeah. send it out to the radio station. It was on a, a radio station in Boston and Philadelphia. We couldn't say bad words like we could hear. Yeah. And when you send it out, had, what did it sound like? Ooh. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we'd have to stop and edit out the F curses and stuff. Oh, okay. I see. What I you're got saying. to Skype right. into his show once when he needed a co host. Yeah. Truthfully, Angela. It was fun. I just made fun of him because he called. He was a refrigerator the ice box and stuff. I know he's so very old like, fashioned. Really, really old. He's very old. An ice box. Yeah, yeah. he's a nice guy, bro. Jesus. I love. Oh, Bob. he's nice. No, Shout out to Rev Bob Levy. He's funny. So, Kara and I went to college together. Believe it or not, we went to college. They had them back then. Yeah, we had them back, and we were in a Sorry, sorority. He likes to make... up with no, listen. <laughs> I love it. I was he, just about to say, don't let Kara get hit not... in the crossfire <laughs> of me and Blake's. Of yeah, Blake <laughs> and Stacy's. Uh, you know, little whatever you want to call I'm this. I'm good. No worries. <laughs> okay, good. So, Kara. All right. So this is the, the this is where I. I want to get to the point. So, um, so you are the sorority. I know that brings up cocktails. I know cock for me, cock. but and we had a lot of tales to tell. Um, and then we ended up. <laughs> Sorry, that was very funny. We had a lot of drunken nights. The reason why my well, my pledge name was Rocky because I actually beat up a guy for trying to have sex with my friend while she was drunk, and she wasn't. She she was a virgin, so I 
beat okay. him. I literally stopped a sexual thing. How, how far along was he before you beat him up? First base. Was his name Louis C.K.? Okay. No, he literally had, they had all their clothes on. <laughs> they were in a room. They, he, they might, nothing might have happened, but I just thought I should stick up for my friend. He literally wasn't even trying to sleep with your friend, and you just beat the <laughs> I shit think out I of did. this guy I think for that's no what reason. Ha- I think that's kind of what happened. He's like, oh my God, we've been dating for like three months. Why are you hitting me with a vacuum cleaner part? No, it I wasn't was, Kara, was it? No, it was just a oh, okay. friend of ours. I can't tell. <laughs> no. no, it wasn't Kara. Kara was very sophisticated, always very sophisticated, much more than me. She seems like it, yeah. And so, Kara, so then you um, you graduated. I know you worked in, you're a writer. Yes. You're always a writer. Yes, career journalist, yes. Career journalist. And, but then, like, the cocktail thing became, like, your calling, I'm assuming. Yes. How did that happen? Okay, so I kind of got here the long way. Okay. And no, no jokes. <laughs> um, I wrote about finance. That was my my first my first job. I well, that's boring, writing. right? Kind of. I was kind of into it at the time, though. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. Wall Street and and how people make money and steal money. Okay. I wrote about equities and fixed income, and then I don't wrote know about any of that means commodities. <laughs> okay. Including agricultural commodities, which means food. Okay. And I, I understand that. Yeah. And, and I realized one day that I just I just woke up and said, you know what? I'd rather be writing about the chefs who are cooking the pork bellies than writing about pork belly futures. And that kind of... Oh, wow. I feel like writing that. about all of that stuff probably led you to drink a little bit, too. No doubt. Right. No and that's doubt. probably Was it boring? <laughs> Was it boring? I didn't think so. But at some point, I just got very tired of it all. And my interest just went in a different direction. And it was... Am I too close or not close enough? You're I good right tell. there. That's perfect. <laughs> That's I just perfect. sneezed all over Blake to avoid sneezing in the microphone. <laughs> I just, Angela, that was awful. Okay, I'm going to switch with Kara. I'm sorry. That was awful. Switch okay. to the microphones because I think it's just that one's stronger. Yeah. Anyway, so but so Kara, you decided you were bored out of your mind. I decided I'd, I'd had enough of that. I was more interested in writing about food than writing about finance. And at that point, I, I made a, a switch, and it was right about the time that uh, the whole cocktail renaissance was really starting to take off, and there were just so many wonderful stories to, to And tell. you got really excited about it. So I then really your first yeah. book was called... Spice and Ice. Spice and Ice. Spicy Ooh. Cocktails. I lo- I like, I'm a big fan of spicy cocktails myself. Yeah. I love the Bloody Mary. Nice. Um, That's a classic. It, I, I had one last night at the, at the, at the just Russian... One. Just No, I too. So we, I have this funny story about last night, but we're going to go into um, about the Russian mob. Anyway, um, so so you you like the spicy cocktail? Blake is now pouring Tito's vodka. Um, I was writing for Chili Pepper magazine. Oh my god, there's a magazine a called thing. Chili Pepper. Okay, yeah, they do salsa taste tests and yeah. Oh, that sounds tacos. awesome. That's amazing. No, that honestly sounds awesome. I'm not being a dick for once. That was awesome. So, Chili Pepper magazine, could you or, and you and you made chili peppers hot. I was writing about spicy cocktails for them, and it turned into a book. Oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> it's kind of amazing that it happened at all, isn't it? It's like just the universe. Like I was saying before, the universe kind of just brings it to you when it's right. You know, you made a decision to leave that section of writing, the journalist about like writing about pork the future, bellies. the future pork belly, but you wanted to write the she- about the There's chefs. Poor pork bellies. And then, and then you did that with cocktails as well, which is amazing. I think it's like a, a great sort of, you know, way to like, you turned your career. You created your own life. You created your own destiny. 
I think it's amazing. You get paid to drink, which is the most amazing job. Oh, God, if I had a nickel. <laughs> you'd be so rich. If you got paid to drink, Blake, you'd be, oh, it'd be supporting. Ridiculous. You'd buy us 27 Millionaire, houses. yeah. So, so then, um, the next book was after the, the spicy book. Cocktails for a crowd. Oh, I remember that. So how many books do you have? Okay. I haven't about. even read that many. <laughs> so then you did cocktails for a crowd, and that sounded like fun. I think we were there for the. the I think I might have been to that. I might have been there, yeah. And you had a lot of different tastings. Right. That was a book all about. How to make big, like. So what do you have to make for like all like a whole podcast of people like we have <laughs> a bunch of alcoholics? <laughs> how to make a quick cocktail that everyone's going to enjoy, right? Well, we have to do it. I think we should throw one here. We should, uh, we should record it if you want. Right now, as a matter of fact. No, I What's think we should buy all drink? the things, and I think we should re- do do like a whole bunch of different fun cocktails. What do you think? Okay. Cheers. Okay. Sounds so, like a great so drink. So she brought a drink with her. To tell us a little about the drink. Cheers. I'm still drinking mine. Oh, here, I'm cheersing to it. No clink. Clink. So tell me, tell me a little bit about this one. drink we're drinking today. Okay. This drink is from... Her newest book. Newest book, Road Soda. Road Soda. No, what's that about? Road Soda. I was going to say like a roadie. Well, you know, it's so cool because we're all, I mean, you're always driving. I'm on the road doing stand-up and speaking. It's not about drinking and driving. I was just about to say just what I need, drinks I can make while driving. No, I'm traveling. I'm I'm always traveling to go to a place. I don't don't drive, so that's not my issue. I can Uber and drink because I don't, you know. So this is for when you're traveling. Oh, fun. So so what is it? This is exactly. Just this not is, while you're in route, technically, unless you are not the driver. No drinking and driving. Right. All right. It's like once you get there, it's a destination. Well, how are you going to ask this question? Well, you I can't bring I just want to be sure. I don't want to screw this well, up. Well, like on a plane. Okay, this is fun. So on a plane, you order a drink. And let's say you want to make a, a fancy cocktail that they don't have. So give us like an example of like, because you get those little bottles of crap they give you. For six dollars, right? The little six. How much are they? Ten, eight? I don't know. Whatever. I, it I, takes a little planning ahead. I mean, I can tell you a funny story. Yeah, tell, tell. Well, that's what you hear. It's a comedy show. <laughs> it's, it's not that funny. But okay. <laughs> um, for example, one of the reasons I wound up writing this book is because um, a bartender, a bartender that I knew. Nobody knows what that means. Oh, the the, uh, the mic- microphone is like I don't know if it's, it's on or off. No, no, it's not on. It, 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 you did touch it, right? Just hold. It was better when you ho- just hold it like you were before. Start your own microphone hold joke here. I never. Yes, exactly. Much better. Much better. She always, Stacy always gives us these like motions, and I'm like, I don't know. Nobody knows what that means. Yeah, like Stacey. she's some like marine commando. Only you and know what go. that means. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Should I go? Should I stop? What am I, I know. Listen, I, we've been here for a while, and we still have no clue what the hell the fingers mean. When I don't she, even know what the hell she's start saying waving. verbally. <laughs> Let alone with her hands. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be rude. <laughs> then she's like doing the like thing like she's like some fucking Jedi. <laughs> Let me see that first. I just I, I just get nervous. I get nervous about the microphone. Testing. Oh, we can test right in the middle. I hate these microphones. So let's just test right in the middle of the show. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. I don't just fucking suck. I hate them. I should die. 
Well, wait, didn't you just have her trade? Like, everything was good, and now it's not. Like, is my microphone okay? Yeah. Just Can I just get okay. really drunk? <laughs> wait, are we going to keep switching microphones <laughs> back right, and forth? I don't know. This is ridiculous. I'm so drunk right now. All right. They probably sound hey, wait, fine, you... and you just can't understand the levels. No, Kara no, talk. Okay, so I'll tell you what we're drinking, because we are literally all sitting here with these lovely little glasses. Cheer number one. Okay, we're all sitting here with these lovely little glasses, and they're full of whiskey. It's a drink called the, the Rebinac. It's, uh, it's in the Road Soda book. It's, uh, it's rye whiskey, and it's orange liqueur, and it's a little bit of Amaro. That's a bitter liqueur, and it is really delicious. It is really delicious. Oh, that was literally, and that drink was all just liquors. There's nothing to, like, hide no mixer, the liquor. I could tell. Holy shit. Yeah, you took one sip, and you're like, mmm. I know. Six hairs popped out on my good. chest. <laughs> it's good for you. So yeah. you yeah, clean out the intestines or something. He likes to he likes to recycle alcohol. You don't need to dial back your language for me, but I'm just no, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. I'm I'm, I'm like that. I don't like that talk. I don't like that talk. My daughter talks like then, that. She has a dirty mouth. I, my daughter. She talks to me like that before I have my coffee. My daughter's going to call you about the cocktails. She drinks a little too much cocktails when she does her show. She does her program on the radio, and she drinks a lot of alcohol, and Stacey. I don't like it. Anyway. Stacy. Yes. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like it one bit. How do you say S-U-G-A-R? S-U-G-A-R. Are you kidding? You had to spell it out loud? Sugar? Give me sugar. Oh, because you didn't want to say it. You wanted to see how she... Yeah, it's I like, had a, what is the opposite of <laughs> like chocolate? Like, you realize I've been drunk for four days straight. B-U-T-T. Do you know who you're talking Butter. to, Stacey? I've been drunk for two decades. I know. I'm talking to the wrong person. I, my, my frontal cortex is so pickled. Yeah. and I can You don't even st- have a frontal cortex. It's a you're a mu- you're- own it. <laughs> All right, so you, let's go back to Kara. She, so she wrote a book. She wrote a book. <laughs> she, she wrote a book about road soda. Which, right, road, road soda. Which, which, like where, where, where you get to Crazy. drink, um, you make drinks for yourself when you have to travel because they have shitty drinks in the, on sometimes in these towns. They do, right? I have actually been to hotels where you open the mini bar and it's completely empty. What do you mean? Crazy. They don't even have mini bars really anymore. I don't even see them. Yeah, I was gonna, well, because we stay in shitty places. Right. No, I haven't <laughs> been to. A, I've been to some nice ones. I miss mini bars. I really do. Are, they, are people not buying them anymore? Is that what's going on? People... I think people were stealing too much, and they got rid of the mini bars. We weren't allowed to have them anymore. We weren't behaving appropriately. So we tell me what empty refrigerators. So what do we need to? Point. What do we need to do now? We need to bring our own. That's what we need to do. So tell me how you do. How do you bring your own? Well, I think it helps if you actually have any kind of, of liquor in your, your room to begin with, but I've become a big fan of the flask. Oh, oh, the flask, the alcoholic flask. Oh, dude, I have like four. So tell me. So, yeah, so, Kara came with a couple of her. So own tell ones. me how you get a flask and how much a flask costs. What's the median price for flasks? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you get a fancy one that your grandfather di- died of alcoholism with. Okay. Or oh, your dad. Oh, that's so depressing. I know, but that usually what happens. Anyway, um, <laughs> at least, yeah, it's fine. So, um, you but I'm g- a fan of drinks like these where you don't actually have to mix them with anything. There's nothing in there that's going to go bad. Well, I mean, alcohol doesn't go bad unless it's creamy, right? Right, right, right. And that's why I like this because it doesn't have any juice in it that could go bad or <clears throat> any kind of soda that could go flat. It's just, you know, you just pour it over ice and you're done. So what's the, f- the shelf life with alcohol? Is it like really forever for like, like whiskeys and things like that? 
I think at some point it's going to lose some of its flavor. But you don't die if you drink it. <laughs> It'll get stronger. I, I feel hear. like I, I'd, I'd like, like some alcohols to lose some of its flavor. Holy mackerel. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It, the, the bite is still there. The flavor uh, so is So this going. is my new thing. Like I, flabby. I never drank vodka. Like I never drank any. I always was beer, wine, that kind of stuff. And now I just love vodka. Like I'm really into vodka. We have a whole gallon of it. I know. Over here. I know, Blake. I see it. <laughs> Do you? That's a handle, man. Yes. No. There's only one. There's not two. <laughs> And um, so it's very interesting because, like, I, I, it's the only alcoholic I could drink that I don't get hungover with. Do you know why that is? Like, No, that doesn't make any sense Because it doesn't have anything in it. No, everybody says that to me. They're like, oh, I can't drink tequila because I get too drunk. Oh, I can't drink whiskey. I get too mean. I'm like, no, you're just an asshole. I get too – I get. I drink anything. I get too slutty. That's really all it is. <laughs> like, No, like, people drink too much tequila because it's easy to shoot. And people drink too much vodka because it's easy to drink. And people drink it's too smooth. much whiskey vodka, because it a tastes good. A good vodka good. is smooth, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, I can't do that because I get so fucked up. But they'll have 34 beers and right, throw up bad. on the subway. Yuck. I'm very excited, though, because... Um, so, oh, sorry. No, I didn't mean to cut. Sarah just brought like a, a bunch of different rums with her, which rum actually is my We're gonna favorite. Have some rum. We're going to have some rum. She had, we have like pineapple and uh, passion fruit. And the lemon. Where's the passion the coconut. fruit from? And I feel like if I put the pineapple and the coconut in with my cranberry juice, that would probably be really, really good. Do it. There's I know, but I feel, but now I feel really, um, what do you call it? Like a rookie because I'm not, you're saying you like to like mix all the liquors with no juices. I'm saying I like to mix all the liquors with no juices when I'm putting them in a flask and taking them on the road. And I don't oh, so they bad. won't go bad. Okay. Right. All right. All right. Gotcha. So this is interesting. So you did, so you did, I want to, I'm going through your whole, you know, uh, writing. So you did the, 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 the sip, the, the, the co- cocktails for crowds. Yes. Then what came next? After cocktails for a crowd, I did a book on equal parts cocktails. That's the one. It's the one, that, the name that you can't get right. Yeah. The equal parts. So it's like 50, 50 or something like that. Yes. 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 I so, that's why I remember that. So tell us about that one. That's that for some for me that that's mathematical. I want Stacey to say it. <laughs> me too. What? <laughs> equal parts? For equal parts? What? What? <laughs> Very best brands. <laughs> I want to thank our spot. I want to take a break. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Berry Breast. <laughs> Berry Best Brand Pies. Who she can only say it properly with the English accent. They're awesome. We're gonna make them. We're gonna make them to absorb all this. No, like we really have a sponsor that Stacy just cannot get the name. And they're the nicest people. The Berry Best Brand Pies dot com. They're amazing. Listen, if you like pie, you should definitely (laughs) go online and order some. Cara, they are the best. And they come. And I think they would go great with uh, some of your cocktails that you have in this book too. Yeah, pie what kind of and cocktail pairings? Yeah, pie I think that should actually be the next pie and penises. I, like I mean, sorry. pie and co- <laughs> pie and I mean pies and cocktails. Okay, I like I like the p the the puns. So you wrote the equal parts, which is also a very interesting book. Tell me, it's called Shakespeare Sip. That's Shakespeare Sip. Yeah, oh, oh, Shakespeare. <laughs> Shake. Stir sip. Six percent of the way there, Stace. <laughs> Fuck you, Blake. Shakes, stir sip. Is that the one with the fifty-fifty? That's yes. on, oh what? Oh, so that's like for that's like cocktails for retards, basically. 
<laughs> right, right. Like you can't make you just sort of put. Fit. No, no, never no, speak. <laughs> I don't mean. Okay, for dummies. Well, no, it's like a cocktails for dummies because people can't figure out how to make cocktails. <laughs> no, no. What is it? Because you don't have to, you don't need a measuring cup. Yeah, just you get a big ass glass, put fifty of half of the glass. <laughs> alcohol and the other half whatever juice i know i didn't mean to be offensive i, I meant i really that was completely <laughs> not <laughs> offensive <laughs> measuring cup you're making drinks like me like with a measuring well, cup. here's a liter of this and, uh, <laughs> and i was like <laughs> jesus christ of latter-day saints oh my God. i thought i had a fucking problem all right so it's not cocktail it's cocktails for people who just don't want to measure okay <laughs> <laughs> things equally. I mean, they want to measure equally. They don't want to take a like a thing, right? All the drinks are made in exactly equal proportions. That's what I meant. So when you make a fancy drink, you do fourth here and you put a little this in there, you put a little that. That's too hard. But this one's like, psh, psh, you know? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> no, no, I do like that you said that because all these douchebags that like these new drinks, fuck you, just drink your booze. <laughs> that's the next book. Fuck you, just drink your booze. You drink I like that. Booze. I kind of want you, you two to do a her. book together that's called like Cocktails and Cocktails with two sorority Oh my sisters. God, that's hysterical. We should you, Yeah, you totally talk about your cocktail. cock. Tales for cocktails. While Kara <laughs> talks about her cocktails, I think I've turned about five shades of pink. <laughs> that's the name under the pink. That's Tori Amos' album. So, oh God, back to that. All right, so that can you get Kara some kind of flask or? Stuff? Well, she's the drink maker. Oh, oh. she's got some there. Cheers. She's so I know. I'm, I'm, so that was the last one you did, and then Road Soda came, right? Correct. Now, which is the book that you drew, did, wrote, you wrote about not cocktails? That one is actually about agricultural commodities, and I don't want to bore oh, everybody listening. I need, oh, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that but that's your intellectual book. That, that was a I book, not for each other. That's like the one for, like, genius. football is tough for me. Ugh. I hate. I remember that guy I dated in college that played fantasy football and base, oh, Robert. I dated a guy, my first boyfriend, the guy gave my virginity. You can say fantasy football. I could say, fuck you, Blake. <laughs> So I dated a guy named Robert. He was very nice. He's a lawyer now. Does he like shoes? No. Okay. Not that Robert. All right. Um, and he played, uh, I hated it, fantasy baseball, fantasy. He'd like get into it and I hated him for it. Like I, it made me feel like he was a retard. Like I, I hated him so badly about it. Like he just, he was so into this fantasy football stuff and like he was like horrible about it. And I, I, I feel, I felt like, like he was obsessed with it. Yeah. Obsessed. Do you know anybody like that? Like that's obsessed with fantasy sports? Yes. It's not real. Like if you're gonna get, but it is. But it isn't. I guess like, it isn't real. Follow the sports, you give them but... it's a gambling thing and talking shit to your buddies. That's what it is. It's a way to get away from your wife. Oh God! If you married a bad one, it's not one. <laughs> <laughs> if you married a bad. <laughs> I'm getting. Can you imagine if we did fantasy drinks. Oh my God! Let's... I'd kill everybody. What would you? What, what would you be your fantasy drink? There's no point to that. I'm not doing that. No. Like, there's no such thing. There's no such thing you could just put anything you want into anything. But then they'd be fake, and you'd never get to drink them. That's like true. Fantasy footballs are games no one ever actually gets to play, and they're teams that don't that actually exist. Play together, right? So, so that's what I mean. That's why I hate fantasy, fantasy football. Meals. Ugh. Just eat the fucking food or don't. Exactly. It's like I just dream about the food, but I don't want the calories. You know, I just. Exact, okay, I'm not even gonna get into this. What? 
Well, because okay, we're I know not what he's fucking gonna vaginas. Say. The, um, we're not fucking right now. Do you see anyone fucking Blake? <laughs> I, the, I only guys. know this Ladies. because sadly, I did. I did do my first fantasy football like thing team kind of thing this year because my friend needed another person or whatever to like. Uh, you got to, to sign up in the league, so it's not quite. I always thought it was the same thing, like it's fake teams and nothing exists. But really, what it is is you're picking your favorite players from a bunch of different teams and then seeing how your favorite players do throughout the week in their games and then if you're all of your favorite players like uh do well then you would win or whatever and you like add up the points i know it sounds stupid and who gives a shit i'm just saying like it's not quite as stupid as i thought like they (laughs) they are real players and it is real games that you're watching you're still watching the actual games because you want to see how your player did in that game that week. But and it's not a real did, person. No, he's a real person. Yeah, a real person. Like you would pick, okay, let's just use people that you're going to know. Let's say Joe Montana. Okay. Is he dead? <laughs> you would pick Joe Montana <laughs> and you would pick, you know, uh, somebody else. Like I can't, I'm only thinking of quarterbacks right now, but let's just say know. you had <laughs> Joe Montana and Barry Sanders. Bernie and, Sanders and, and <laughs> Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so they're all, you're picking real, you're picking real players who are currently on teams right now and actually playing Kim football. Kim Young. Yes, that's who you're picking. <laughs> You'd win every time, wouldn't you? That's oh, I didn't know. That's guy. interesting. Interesting. Yeah, they're legit players, and they're currently playing, so you have to watch the football games that are on right now to see how your players go. Did I explain that properly, Blake? I yes, think I you did. did. I took a long route, but yes, you did. <laughs> I took, took a long, long way r- to get to a so simple answer. We need some road soda for that. <laughs> I know. Let's all take a sip. So Let's anyway, give us some tips about like cocktails. Like how do you avoid a hangover or becoming a whore? <laughs> or you just don't stop drinking. <laughs> Our guest is asking for your address right now. Jesus. One fourteen. Yeah, like he hasn't been here 12 times. One four- oh, oh, I'm screaming. It. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't tell the address, but I have to tell him. Isn't this one? Yeah, yeah. Where is he? And is it? Yeah, yeah. A f- he knows right. Yeah. I'll He's... talk about drinks while you sort of motion at each other and try to get your your other. Do we don't have, do we don't tell other people that we're on the, my address so they come to my house don't and say, "Do that." I've done done that before, not the first time. Um, <laughs> don't tell my apartment number. No, no, no. I'm not telling that. Um, we're playing Battleship. So anyway, <laughs> you don't mind so, me on here. I miss so you, that game. So, I want to play it. So there's no way of getting around to not drinking too much, basically. Like, I mean, no, there's no way around. All of, things in moderation. So how do you do your job without being an alcoholic? I spit. Isn't that attractive? Oh, tell us about spitting. Every, all the men in there. All and the I men swallow, just got very oh, excited no, no, about no, that. No, 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 I should have known that you guys would go there. No, but like you take a sip and do you do the beer bottle thing? You spit it in a beer bottle? When I'm sorry, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't work like this. Seriously. Seri- All right, so, you, so basically, when I used to do wine tastings, I used to host the wine tastings, and people Why would. Did you host wine tastings? I used to work for different companies, like when I used to be younger, and. Why did you put those glasses on? When I had a look at your ugly face. Anyway. Oh, she keeps sweating. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are we called. We are not. <laughs> Oh, can, can, oh! Our other special guest is here. Let's see if I can actually open the door this time. Okay. Don't crack the door. Okay. So anyway, so so basically, there's no way of getting around of not drinking too much. The the key, just hold it down. For, you know the ten second rule. Yeah. It's it's just one lock, Blake. 
Oh, I didn't like the other one. Just the bottom one. I, I, no, it's not. It's the top one. Oh. Stacy <laughs> has a door that, like, normal people cannot open. All right. I couldn't get it when the pizza got here. Now Blake is having Oh, we got the door open. Oh. <laughs> we have a guy in a suit here. And, yeah, a man in a suit just showed up. Hey. How are you? Yeah, I'm fantastic. We'll have some cocktail. This is... Just pick a seat. We're, we're on air. We're on air right now, Mr. Jason Scoop just arrived in a suit. That's Kara Newman, author. Kara. She wrote a book called Road Soda about cocktails. Hey, folks. How you doing? So great to be here. Better now. Did you go? To, did you come from your bar mitzvah? No, I came from. I was uh, impersonating a uh, Trump on Mr. Pat Dixon's podcast oh. on the uh, Compound Network, which I believe very is, nice. Yeah, One of my favorite uh, is networks. A friend of ours here. At the Pressman Hour? Yes, they're a very good friend. Actually, Anthony, Mr. Kumi himself was on the Pressman Hour for a half hour. Hells yeah. And Oh, he did. I did. I interviewed him at his studio. What? Oh, my God. I, check it on YouTube. I, I did it last year, uh, two years ago. Oh, yeah. I have to, I'll play. I'll, we have to upload it to Radio Misfits. Oh, so, hold on. Mr. Jason Scoop. How you doing? Like to try this delicious drink that the one and only Kara Newman, who is a award-winning... Author, I'm gonna. She she wins awards in my book. I don't know. Anyway, bestseller. Uh, bestseller. Uh, all that good. Stuff. She has four she books. Has all these books that um are about like drinking. Okay. Alcohol. So here's one of her. You're gonna uh, ask me if I want drinks. booze? <laughs> yes. What a question is that? Give it a try. Hey, Flavor Flav, you want to try some crack? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> That's fantastic. My goodness. My my goodness. <laughs> I don't think I've ever tasted anything that good. So you're a whiskey drinker. I like the. I prefer tequila. Okay. I'm saying a whiskey that good. Whiskey that good. I should have. Uh, I should have specified. Yeah. Oh, we have a lot of things to try tonight. We have rums. We have three different rums. I don't want you to get your bar mitzvah. God soup, Jersey, bless America. We have we have rums. We have the Tito's today. You shouldn't tell him what he's drinking. Oh, don't tell him. Sort of he probably knows more. Things here, magically. I almost got killed by the Russian mafia last night oh. at a at a bar. No, so my friend, we went for my, album, my birthday, and these two guys, they were like Russian mafia. Like, I didn't realize it, of course. And they kept buying us drinks. And then they, we didn't want to leave. We didn't want to go home with them, obviously. So, like, they, so we had to, like, run out of the bar. <laughs> like, we expecting something in the return for the drinks, birthday girl. That's what they sounded like. Yes. My name is Armani. I'm very shy. I don't, like, I'm very shy. He kept telling me how shy he was. I'm like, you're trying to rate me, but you're shy. He was like at the bar, like trying to like hug me. I'm like, if you're so shy, why are you touching me? You know. And I was like, and then then my friend Pam got all the information out of that the other guy because it was one dumb guy, and the guy I was talking to wasn't so dumb. The dumb guy gave her all the information. It wasn't good. Anyway. I'm so shy. You look like you have headache. Take Advil. I have Advil in me pocket, <laughs> in my pocket. Then. Hey, that was. I feel like rape is just very hot right now. Yeah, it's like a rape is a new black. <laughs> I don't it was mean like the best time ever in the history of mankind to be like a loser who can't get laid because no one's accusing you of shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, Being like a nerd who well, just we plays had video games all day. College. Kara's a sorority sister of mine, and there was like gang rapes in college. And they didn't remember that there was like this woman, and like it was a woman uh, or like a crip or a blood. No, there was a woman. <laughs> yeah, rape only became a problem like five it was a problem. No, it was a Before problem, that, but people didn't report it. Society right? didn't give a fuck. It up and took it like, no, yeah. no, no. We had, I spoke up. I did a whole like one woman show about rape, but I didn't get raped. But, but remember, we talked about that whole thing 
um, there was a pro. This girl got raped by the football fraternity or whatever they were, and like it was a gang rape, and it was like serious. But she was she left school in shame and didn't press charges. And then the feminist theater group, like we were, did this whole presentation, like me and Maureen, about like to, the whole sorority sisters and everything about how you should report it, and you know we, we stuck up for these girls. Wait, you did like a show about it? Not a show. I did like this very poetic piece. Oh, I was like hoping you weren't on there like singing like "Don't Get Raped." <laughs> no, no, I did like. I could a, revive it now, and it would be a, a, a huge hit. Like infibulation is cutting your vagina with cat gutter weed. Infibulation. It was very like infibulation. You know, like we did like Shanghai poems or talk. You know, the, like very like you know like women of color poems and things like that. I don't remember this. I do remember the John Wayne Bobbitt musical. I did. I was in the John Wayne Bobbitt musical, and I, I played a cock. Said, yeah. I remember you dressed in, in like a giant. Cock. Why'd you have to go and bob it? I took a cock and I just lobbed it. That was my. That was a song. Tell me that's a real thing. That's a real thing. It's a real you played thing. a dick. I played me, well many parts in that role. You have role. like a dick with hands. Yes, like, hey, I had a condom on too. That's so funny. That and you have to realize. So this is where it gets really creepy. So it was this disgusting theater. Okay, up in um, it was like called the Access Access Theater. Up and someone lived behind the stage. It was like one of those things. And I had this really sn- snooty boyfriend at the time. And his parents came in like like dressed in like suits and their Rolex watches and big long ro- like stem roses like they were going to the opera. And then I come out as a singing cock. That was my first scene. And it was the best it was the best ever. Did you sing out of the dick hole? Or did yeah. you a- <laughs> My whole face my face was showing. It was like my face was oh, no, it no, was no. like I wanted the dick hole to be like okay, It was like an M and M costume. Like it was like the horse. It was like an M M&M and M costume, a penis co- it's an M M&M. and M. So it wasn't like a blacked out face. No, like no. A Disney thing. You could see. You could recognize me. You okay. knew it was me. You could tell it was me. So gotcha. it was like, in the cock. You could tell it was me in the penis. But we had we all had this guy made these got these costumes. They were amazing costumes. Wow. So um Shame you weren't rapping. I could see like a rapping they dick. They had like, some rapping what up, scenes. Motherfuckers? It's the rapping dick. Well, it was about the, we were the we were actually symbolic symbolic. I don't want to be artsy about it of the of John uh, Wayne Bobbitt's penis that got cut off. Remember, we were like the symbolic penis. And then I played I a. You had ten different roles. I had like ten different roles. It was, it was great. thank you. It was wait, wait, how many dicks? Ten different like roles. The, the scissors who cut, they cut it <laughs> off and shit too. It was a cra- it was a crazy. I'm mad versus it was so edgy. Shit. Wasn't it edgy? Wardrobe. It was very. Edgy. It was very edgy for the times. It was very. It's it on my resume. It was called Love Hurt. Love hurts. It's. <laughs> it catches you. On, oh, this is all right. So one of the scenes we come. Now you realize. So I had this conservative boyfriend. The, the my my whole family was there. His family was there. So I played this song. It's called The Stafford Wife. So that was one of the songs. I wore a blonde wig. I got to be his Stafford wife. I'm going to give him a happy life. I'm going to hold his hand in mine. It'll be seen so divine. Up my rear, it hurts, but it doesn't give you babies. It's near that count. Maybe for some girls, maybe. <laughs> wow. That was, that was one. Those lyrics are very funny, but I just want to say from a technical standpoint, you actually can get pregnant from uh, Thank you, Jason. fucking a girl in the ass. You can? Yeah, Where? No, you can. No, you can. I've, 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 what? I've heard this many times. I uh, took a, class, like a sex ed class because it could leak out of your asshole, and the vagina is right there, and there are human beings that exist today who were we ass babies, the- basically, <laughs> anal sex babies. Well, if you were high ask- suicide rate, ass babies have. They grow up to yeah, <laughs> a lot of alcoholics. 
Can you imagine? I don't even want to be here. Why don't you hear me? They say like 30% of were child molesters you? were ass babies. Really? It's that's very true? Sad. It's a vicious. No, I'm just made if all you that know up. If but you're the, an ass the baby, ass baby thing part please is totally tweet true. at me. If you're an ass baby, tweet at us today. I heard that. For, remember Dr. Sex with uh, Dr. Sue Johansson? Let's talk sex with Dr. Sue. Remember that bitch? That's where I first heard this. Remember that old ass chick who looked like uh, uh, Lance? Oh, that old, yeah, that, yeah, you that know, lady with the curly hair. She's not like, that. Yeah, well, wow. oh, that lady. Yeah, she was like very shit. old, and she, she's very open about sex. Yeah. yeah. I just know Dr. Ruth. This is Dr. Ruth. That's a good Nah, yo, Dr. Sue Johansson. You got to put the penis in the vagina. You take the peanut butter and you put it in your mouth and then oh you suck the God. penis. I was so desperate for like masturbation material. I'd be like 12, 13, 14 years old. Desperate. That I would literally like jerk off to Dr. Sue Johansson Collins. Like, hey. <laughs> so yeah, me and my boyfriend. Things aren't. I'm like, yeah, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and, yeah, man, that was weird. You're jerking off with that fucking. She looked like, what is it? The, um, the chick who did Lamb Chop. Lamb oh, Chop. Oh, Sue's uh, Sharon. Shari Lewis. She looked like her, but like, like elderly as fuck. She'd be like, "We're all kids," and I. Well, be she like, knows oh. any. She probably has grandkids. She probably yeah. procreated. Now's a good time to pass the rum, please. <laughs> <laughs> which which rum? Dealer's choice. Ooh. Oh, dealer. I'm the dealer. Tell us about this rum, Kara. So you you're a, a booze expert. Correct. You probably wouldn't call it booze. <laughs> yeah, we do I call do it booze. Call it yeah, booze. Call oh, great. Booze I think we're going to collaborate a book for co- uh, Andrew's like cocktails for co- cocktails. You missed the whole Stroking the ego. <laughs> Can you open this for me? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Would anyone else like some? Uh, what, what do I put it in? Uh, here, you can what put do you have? Vodka, I have. You put rum and vodka? We're calling it a split base. We're being I just want to taste it plain. Do you want to drink the rest of this one? I'm going to grab a slice of pizza. I haven't eaten since, like, breakfast, like, 14 hours ago. So, I'll just drink so this many one. things that I wanted to talk about this week. So many Let's hot talk about topics. it. Hot topics. Um, wait, did, wait, I want to get, so we, so I want to talk more about Kara's book, one more thing about yeah, her book. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Of course. So give us, like, five, give us five tips Hi, about, r- two tips. One, give us a tip. <laughs> just give me a tip. She just tip. wants a tip. Just the tip, yeah. I want just the tip. A little bit of the tip. About um, something about taking cocktails on the road. Any tricks for the, for the trade? Because I know we have a lot of drinkers that listen to the show. We have a lot of drinkers on the show. Um, she looks at me. So just give us like a tip that can really help us with the with the drinking. And she doesn't ask me. <laughs> well, you're a mess already. So anyway. What is that thing you're drinking? This, this right here is uh, Don Q. Pina. Exceptional Puerto Rican rum with natural pineapple flavors. Oh, I'm going to try and that folks, one I got to tell you, it is fantastic. Very best brand pies. Okay, so okay. tell us. <laughs> right. Kara's going to give us a tip. Everyone listen. jump right in. You need ice. <laughs> ah. No, literally, you need ice for these drinks right now. Oh, you get the ice. Ice, ice. I got ice. the ice. And. We have another houseboy here. Thank you. I feel like keeping drinks cold is probably the single single biggest challenge to drinking on the road. Okay, so the biggest single challenge is keeping them cold. My hands are clean. Swear to God. Can I put rum in my juice? You can put anything you, you want in your juice. Are you okay with me? Can, can you? I'm not okay with it, but I have to deal with it. Don't waste the ice on me. I want to taste the fancy rum with the pineapples. I'm just going to leave the ice right here, Alex Jones. I've been drunk for six days. Can I have the... Um, All right, so besides ice, what else do we need? Can What's you pass the rum, the fancy rum? We need ice. Jay, okay, thanks. Oh, okay. 
Okay. You need sorry, a, there's a bottle like right in front of my face. Of you need a cup. <laughs> okay. A flask. A flask. Ice, what, else do, what else should we know? I'm personally a fan of having bitters with you wherever you go. What Those are bitters? <laughs> bitters like Angostura bitters or... Oh, I know what that is because my mom's from Trinidad. So that's, bitters are big in the Caribbean, in the islands. So is the rum. Rum is awesome. Yeah. Rum is good. Yeah. But I feel like a little bit of, of bitters goes a long way. Do we have bitters here? Do we, have, we don't have bitters. We don't have bitters right now. We don't need to be elevated. So We're not elevated. We're very lowbrow today. That's the only bitter thing we have here right now. This is so exciting. So we learned so much about coffee. So get, um, where can they get road soda from? Anywhere. Any bookstore? Bookstores. It's in Barnes & Noble. She's a, she rocks it. Kara has like a whole section of Barnes & Noble. She has like four books. Literally yeah. four books. Who's your publisher? For Road Soda, it is Dovetail Publishing. For Shakespeare Sip, it is Chronicle Books. Those are good books. Thank you. I'm so proud of my friend. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, because that's a, that's too. big to get published. You have to realize she people. she took this is the the, the whole the, the takeaway from Kara's story, and which I think is a takeaway from all our stories is that she did did what she wanted. She got she had a career and it's doing sort of what she wanted, right? Writing, but not quite what you wanted to write. And she just started writing her own books, and now she's a, a successful writer. Like. Right, like you write. I feel the same way about you. I mean, you're a comedian. You're an actual oh, working comedian. Oh God! Amazing. I mean, no one handed us anything. We just made it happen. We just did it, right? I mean, we when, you know, I, we work hard. I struggle emotionally, emo- financially, but it, I try. You know. Yeah, I mean, we just did it. No, we never like doubted it. I even know we doubt it. We didn't doubt it, right? We just kind of did it. We just sort of like. Oh, we doubt it all the time, but we, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and we had a fun time in our sorority. We did. You didn't let the goddamn patriarchy keep you down. <laughs> I'm no, just we being were, silly. I'm being stupid. You're being stupid and shit, Jason. Stupid and shit. How much better is your drink now that it has ice? It's so much better. So much better. I shouldn't be drinking. I've been drunk for days. I should tell you aristocrats. Blake is so funny. He brings us right da- down to reality. Fucking drink it because it tastes good. You drink it because you have to. Uh, okay, <laughs> there, Mister. I have a problem. <laughs> You are so not my target audience. Let me ask you a question on, like, you you know, because you're the booze expert. How do you drink booze and then not wake up on, like, the last stop of the Long Island Railroad in the we morning? We talked about this yeah. two minutes ago. You don't drink too much. You don't drink too much. Th- that, oh, that's all it takes, huh? There's no, I know. I thought there was Blake a magic. like, what? <laughs> I thought, no, actually, just like Jason, I you thought there was. yourself to get up early. I thought there was, like, a magic, like. Vitamin concoction I could take. No, just stopped having it at the sixth, the sixth drink or something. Or the sixth? I don't even. I, I, it takes me like two drinks. Half a dozen? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I thought I could stop at like. Quality, not quantity. Ooh. Yeah, Blake. Blake. <laughs> Quality, not quantity. Oh, that's, that's my, that's, I think I agree. It's always the quality of something because the quantity is gross. It's like you don't want 18 slices of shitty pizza. I'd rather have no. one or two slices of great pizza. Yeah, exactly. I don't really want 18 slices of pizza in general. Good for you. <laughs> That's a lot of pizza. I want to share. I like sharing pizza. Yeah. How, what does Trump have to say about the, the cocktail? Look, folks, we're talking about quality versus quality or quantity, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I haven't had a drink in my entire life because my brother Bullshit. Fred died of alcoholism. But Aww. tonight's the night because of the Pressman hours. She's so great. So great. And believe me, I know Pressman's and I know ours. Okay? <laughs> Nobody knows Pressman's or ours better than me. Okay? And look, frankly, and first up, yeah, tonight was my first drink. Nobody's better at drinking alcohol than me. Okay? Matter of fact, I'm going to say... 
Let me just send a couple tweets. The booze has given me inspiration. <laughs> It'll make my uh, Kim Jong-un short and fat tweet look like fucking, you know, amateur hour at Disneyland. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, look. Wait, what was the question? I'm sorry. I was... <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Sorry. What was the... Uh... Maybe I should try cocaine too. That'll bring me back up. No. What was the uh, What was the question? What was the question? Well, uh, I think you covered it about the cocktails. Oh, cocktails! Yeah, the ladies they like my cocktails. <laughs> Believe me. What is um? Uh, I don't know. Like, the, well, we were gonna we wanted to talk about the cocktails, and I know as much as we don't want to talk about some of the hot topics right now. We have to address mm-hmm. Welcome to the view, girl. Welcome to the It's Me, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I can't hear you. Are we going to talk about we these hot topics? We have to talk about the Louis C.K. situation. Oh, girl, and there's a lot of pervs think, out there. What we think about that. Like, First, I want to know what Stacy thinks about the whole Louis C.K. Sure. My, th- I think that everyone should go out and and pay f- buy my shows and support m- me because um, I'm a woman. And and men and to go support artists you like. That's my thing. I should well, do. here's hey, what Jason Scoop's take on this whole thing. I think uh, uh, your level of talent is directly correlated with how much you can get away with scandal wise. You know what I mean? Like, no, I did say that the other day too. I, I agree, yeah, dude. With you. Everybody fucking loves Louie, and it's so crazy because he has like the hyper super lefty liberal crowd that like is the ones that are like so appalled. Like, I'm not saying conservatives aren't appalled by everyone's appalled. But the thing is, is that like, but he's not even the worst of the sex offenders, right? He's not. He's like on the fucking he's, like you said. You texted me the other night. Like he's level, level one. Cosby's level, or he's like level three. Whatever is like the least worst of the whatever. How many levels? I make all, levels. All I'll say is this: I, I have never, my own scales for things. I'll like. never forget. I'm. It was like all over the place. I'm on Facebook reading all these statuses about Louis. Then I hear in the other room, my grandmother is watching the news. <laughs> Yeah, she's dying. You can keep laughing, Stacy. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, 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 it's fine. I'm used to it. My grandma's been dying for years. Anyways, they're, they're like, Louis C.K., the scandal. They're like, Louis C.K. asking women to, to pleasure himself in front of them without consent. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, what? So what, bitch? What? Asking? Think about that sentence. This woman looks into a camera and says, asking without consent. What does that even mean? And I'm not even defending Louis. Like, whatever. Like, I'm not fucked. I mean, he's been made it. I'm trying to fucking make it myself. So I'm not he trying been to ride making his dick. He's been making it. He's been making it. That motherfucker been making it. No, but, um, like, honestly, like, Louis is very fucking, he's, we, he's, very talented, so I think the public will forgive him after like a year or two. Maybe he'll go to rehab, find Jesus, find Buddha, find Muhammad. Maybe no. cry on like a late night show. If he could pull out a couple tears, please. You know no, in like mean? five years, he's Mel Gibson's a good special. Right. Fucking Mel Gibson. No, he's going to come back, but I think like... I have one question. Why is Louis the epitome example of the sex problem like and i'm not no, saying he's not. no 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 no, no, no it was so heavy no, he's not. it was so Harvey heavy Weinstein pushed that first domino he, and then, so everybody the, the started worst. saying stuff but what i hate is like um like uh those women that were like oh he beat off in front of me and i was frozen in terror i'm like listen if i walked in and scoop was beaten off in his room i'd be like oh sorry and i would walk the fuck out <laughs> one I wouldn't time be like, i was hammered oh my god i, I don't was know hanging what out to at do. one of the uh, I'll, I'll use my language one of the homosexual bars and uh with a couple friends 
this dude walks by, and I'm like hammered, and I'm like, I, I had to be like 22 at the time. This guy was like in his 40s or whatever. He like grabs my dick and walks out, and it, it even took me a, like a minute to like process. I'm like, did that motherfucker just grab my fucking dick? But it's like, dude, like, oh, I'm not scarred. Like, I don't, whatever, well, dude. Well, the stories were weird. Yeah, I got my dick grabbed. I'm not like, like, ooh. No, oh. but what I'm saying is these oh, are Everyone reacts differently night. to different assaults, okay? Let's be honest. No, but they said they were frozen in terror. Like, if get the fuck I, out I of here. I bet if they saw somebody beating off on the subway, they'd go to the next car. Either they wouldn't be frozen in well, there. I think like, but, right. but Louis yeah. has money. End up now. on World Star Hip Hop. Louis has World money, Star. so now they have a way to go at him. Well, in 2002, let's just talk about the Louis of 2000, who I saw in a show and walked, and there's a whole other story. My ex husband and I went to a show, and my you know my ex husband was a very funny comic, and he's Except like him on the podcast. Yeah, he was on. We did the podcast. We talked about a whole divorce. I never aired it. Anyway, Ooh. a whole marriage, a whole divorce. Yeah, I have it. So anyway, so he, we watching Louis. And he's like, this guy's not so good. He was wearing a tuxedo, Louis, by the way. Okay, so just imagine. He's wearing like a, he's dressed like Jason with a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. That's Louis. And that's not Louis' style. Louis' like black t-shirt, you know. And um, he uh, he gets on stage and he's boring. Okay, I'll be honest. Not funny. Not in, not like he is now. You know, nothing. So it gives us all hope as comics. You could be a genius one day. Okay? No matter how shitty you are. Blake. a daughter. Okay. She's a cunt. <laughs> black. They didn't get that. Anyway. So anyway, long story short. Um, in 2002, that's when the girls said that he did that. He, he like jerked off in front of them. It was two girls in a room. So if me and Carrot were sorority sisters and we went into a room and this guy's like, can I jerk off? We'd be like, no, go fuck yourself. Right or wrong? Like, well, then he would what do you think? Give, give them like, Carrot. Then you could, you could bail. Give Carrot. What do you think? I mean, that was you and I, and we were our sorority sisters in 2002 and Louis C.K. came to our college, did shitty on stage. And then we were hanging out in the hotel room and he said, can I jerk off? We'd probably either laugh and walk out of the room. I don't know. What do you think? No. We'd probably beat him up. I'd probably beat him up. Yeah. Well, you're Rocky, so of course That was my pledge name. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, I think we would probably would have not allowed it and not been scarred and be like, oh, my God, guy's such a dick. Goodbye. I like to think that you would not be scarred by it, but I don't think people understand that there's this point where you realize that you're... I think a lot of women come to this point where you realize that your your body is violable. Violatable. I agree. I do agree. I think they, they felt disempowered by it. Not so much they were scarred. I think they felt that their value as comedians shut up at the time was devalued. And that's happened to him. Okay, no, let me, let me say this. Up, well, can I, can I, well, like, I knew you were going to say something well, to me. Because that's happened to me before. Because I take my career really seriously, even though I'm drunk right now. Let me, mm, sorry. I take my career very seriously, and I've been sexualized a lot over the last 25 years of my life. But they didn't have to stay in that room. No, no, I didn't. It's not about the actual act. It's about the fact that someone took your dreams and, and looked at you as a piece of sh- like shit. And that's what, you're just some girl, you're going to look at my, not, not, I can look at 18 guys. I went to an S&M club. Look, and I didn't mind this, okay? Don't judge me. Okay, me and my friend, and, and it was an accident, didn't, we went to an S&M club to look at it. All of a sudden, we turn around, and we go into this room, and in the back room, all these guys are like, coming around us and it was really weird and we looked down they're all jerking off next to us like a jerk off party and we were like oh my god and we laughed and we ran away but it was a context of an S&M club where it was a sex club but when you're in a non-sex club you're in like your hotel room with like you know your friends and you're at a comedy convention or you're at a comedy club you're not in a sex club it's not, so it's not the act it's where it is it's the context of that you're working at your career well, yeah do you get what I'm saying? Does yeah. that make sense? Am yeah. I making sense about that? What did you think of the, the Me Too uh, social media campaign? I think that it it's like a little bit, I think it's 
we're all we've all gotten sexually harassed. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Well, about. Let, then, though, as Jason just I think we all can, we all been yeah, sexually so harassed. I was, yeah, yeah, dude, like, I grabbed my dick, and I was like, I just laughed it We need to have a conversation like, about it. hilarious. We, I'm at a fucking gay bar, dude grabs my dick. But let me just say, I just want to make... But exactly, but wait, like, you, know where the, you know where the difference is? What? You, you weren't at an audition, and some guy grabbed no, your I dick. No, I don't. Look, I'm not That's defending that shit. No, nothing angers get, me more than when people in power take advantage of their power. Nothing sets me off That's more the than difference. that. But let Do me just think? say this. Let me just say this. And I don't mean to even compare because there is a double standard with men and women because, I mean, hello, like there's a double standard, dude. If a guy gets laid, if a guy fucks a lot of chicks, it's like because that's more of a skill. Men don't easily – women – a woman can fuck anyone, so that's why there's a double standard. However, so I'm not going to compare the two because it's a little all lives mattery ish It's like, well, I've been fucking by a woman, but it's like there's a different – it's different. Right. So – but I will say this. There was a chick on Facebook. She's a comic. I'm not going to say the name, but she's all like, ooh, this is offensive, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and she even – the other day I saw this bitch fucking put up a status. She's like, oh, unwanted touches. This same chick – I'm at a – this is like two years ago. I'm in a roast battle that I'm on at New York Comedy Club. And I'm so like I'm in my like in my headspace, re- getting ready for the battle and everything. This same bitch who's on Facebook, like, ooh, every man is the fucking rapist. I'm standing there. She comes up to me, puts her like, w- like starts rubbing her ass all up on my dick, like, like, ex- like fucking like we're at a fucking strip club. And I'm like, even at the time, I was like, well, fuck you, bitch, because I knew that she'd be like, if somebody, if I did that to her, it'd be like a fucking scam. Not that I would, because that's what you'd the be banned fuck? from the comedy club. But what right? I'm yeah. saying is, is that I'm like, I just like. I don't want to say fairness because I don't even believe in fairness. I believe in once you turn 18, it's a dog-eat-dog world. You know what I mean? So fuck fairness. But, like, just don't dog be an out- – no, here's the thing. Here, here, here's the thing is that I just believe in staying true to yourself, staying true to your truth, whatever. Like, I, I'm a big fan of, like, righteousness and right and wrong, whatever you – however you believe right and wrong and, and, and don't uh, – what's the word? Don't uh, uh, get uh, – no, I talk about people all the time. No, not even judge. No, don't, uh, don't, uh, I just don't like people that have no principles. I, I, I'd like to think I have pretty strong principles. And it's like, I didn't, like, I was pissed that she was rubbing her ass on my dick because it's like, because I'm like, oh, what if it was the other way around? Like, I'm not, I wasn't horrified. I wasn't shocked. It didn't affect me in any it's way. It's not the act necessarily as the fact that it's, in certain situations, it's degrading to the person's career. Like, in like what you do. Let's say you're, you're a photographer and you are you got a job and someone's like sexualizing you and, and ruining your, like, like if you like, you know what I'm saying? It's a different, it's the same kind oh, of thing. Also, also, so it's one time, this is way, 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 way long ago. And this is how consistent I am with my beliefs. So the... I'm not even going to say the guy's name, but he, he had like <laughs> me like booking like the prom shows at New York uh, Broadway Comedy Club. So I would like book comics and I booked everyone based off merit. You know what I mean? So this chick shows up and uh, I respect this chick. I think she's gorgeous. I I'm actually am very attracted to her. But she shows up and she's like, oh, thanks, Scoop. Thanks for the spot. And then she starts like touching my hand. And I'm like, I don't like I like organic connections. I don't like like, oh, so I'm doing this. I'm like, no, 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 dude, my dick was softer than frozen yogurt. Like, I don't like any type of career, like professional setting people using on both sides. I don't like men or women using their, if they're the boss, using that to fuck people. And I don't like lower people than the boss being like, ooh, I'm sure if I did this, I'd get that. Like, I don't like, fuck, that shit's it goes, so gross. It's gross All that shit ways, is super gross. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it does go both ways, but also I am curious because apparently I don't know enough about this. This Louis C.K. stuff happened a while ago, correct? 
Well, some of it did. I think it happened over. And like none of these ladies were like ladies. None of these women were trying to. Um, like he wasn't in a position of power as far as yeah. Like, that's another thing. The entire comedy career. community knew about this shit, but like it's in vogue now to come out against people. So but it's it like, was, ooh. but it had nothing to do with their career. Like this was this. They weren't like struggling comedians. They were well. The ones in two thousand two were they were hanging out at Aspen or something. It, that's where it was very odd because they went to the hotel with him. All odd, especially and they should have just the walked hotel. out of the room. Like if a dude asks you to go to your hotel room, I mean, I hate to say it, but listen, men are driven by one thing in the end, and it's usually. You don't go to someone's hotel room. I don't go on the road. Hotel room. You should know that there's a good chance he may hit on you. Now he should not rape you. He should not drug you and then rape you. He should not like grab you by the pussy. Trump. I mean, Um, he shouldn't do any of those types. I mean, it's all because of the Jews. I'm kidding. (laughs) He shouldn't do any of those things. But if he starts to do something to you, you walk out. I mean, something weird. Well, no, that situation is like I've been on the road with people. I don't. I would never go to their hotel room, like unless I'm like really close friends with them and I'm like totally trust them. I never go to people's hotel rooms, even women. No, but what I was saying even was women, I don't go to the hotel they rooms. After, like, they brought it out after Louis had money. Well, that is a good point. Nobody turns in those those dudes on the subway that are <laughs> no one, off. No, they go to the next car. No one's turning in the open micers. No but then, like some celebrity gets a shitload of money, he has a movie coming out, and they want to get paid by it. Like no one's no one's outing those open micers that like that go to the four o'clock yeah, show no, at like Broadway Comedy Club. And all of a sudden, they have something on somebody. My also like, did they ever confront Louis himself? Like, yeah, all he this, apologized. Like, public, and... ooh, like, I don't. I don't really what's your feeling, Kara? I mean, because you're not in the comedy community, I really want to. Yeah, what's the sexual yeah, harassment situation in the booze aficionado community? It's unfortunately pretty prevalent. It's prevalent. It is. There's a lot of alcohol. I mean, it's. <laughs> oh my god, interesting. I want to hear about this because it's so fascinating. Because we always deal with it. There have been a lot of stories that have come out recently about. Um, abuse in the in the bartender community and in bars and again without naming any kind of naming any bars or naming any people i mean it happens all the time but it's it's not an excuse that people have access to alcohol or that people are in close proximity all the time it's still not acceptable right it's not acceptable but it happens and but you're, you're a respected writer like do people try to like say stuff to you like in the publishing world or has that stuff happened? It's not something that's happened to to me. To you, I'm, yeah. Right, and, I, and I'm grateful for that. But I know a lot of people. We've had a lot of private conversations. Um, it happens a lot. It's so it's, it's not just in our stupid, it's crazy not comedy. It's, it's not, not just, just our proclivity-oriented career. It's your career too. It's like every career. It must be everywhere. It's really terrifying how prevalent it is. I mean, I know people that I respect who came before me. Who have phrasing. been? Uh, what was that? I said phrasing. Um, <laughs> oh, but like, don't don't you think? It takes me a minute. <laughs> don't you think, as an I'm adult, being indignant? Like, if these chicks were truly, they could have they could have outed him right there. Like, you know what I mean? No, no, like, let her finish. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I mean, no, Tony. Totally, her career is very different because our career, we think we're, we're like so crazy because it's everyone seems to be like in the in the entertainment career. Are you it's kind not of even just the entertainment industry. How about the financial? Financial too, right? Financial, uh, food. I mean, I don't know if you read the headlines about John Besh in the restaurant industry. No, <laughs> uh, he's a, a he until recently was a very well respected chef in New Orleans, and not uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah, and it came out that that his uh, his kitchen culture uh, really pr- promoted um, a similar sort of sexism, and uh, it's. 
it's every industry. It's so, every generation. So how We're how do we fine. stop it? Like, what do we? How That's do we stop really it? Good question. I mean, how do we stop it? Like, like I think how we can we be sexual beings without being like? You know, uh, predators or. Well, you know, I think the way to stop it is for if it happens to somebody, they speak up and they. When fucking, it's happening. When or, it's fucking. Or at least not within twenty fucking. At least years within later. a few years. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't look. No, 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 no. Women, you're acting sure. like women are these like defenseless puppies. Like, you guys are fucking. You women are very strong. I would even say women are probably stronger than men. So you have all, yeah, yep. you guys have all the fucking tools in your toolbox to, you know, like, I'm sorry, like, all this, like. I can think of a bunch of guys right now who have done things that if they were famous, people would be blasting them right now. Right. And, and, and I, I even did something when I was younger. It's not, like, that serious, really. But, like, I messed around with a guy that was way younger than I knew he was. And while it wasn't something where I would be arrested, he was young. And I was older. And I could have been considered the adult figure. And then I found out... he It, it's not, it, does, it was embarrassing at the time when I found out. But he was like 14 and I was 29. No, I'm just kidding. Was, I, was, I was 18. But still, I'm an adult. He's a child. He looked older than he was. I could have been... You know, let's oh, say please. I become... They famous. just had a video come out, Demi Moore, 19, making out with a 15-year-old. And it's know, like, who gives a fuck? I know, but because it's her, it matters. And if I were to become this famous person, which I won't... but don't you may. I don't think Demi Moore did anything <laughs> Dude, fucking wrong. No, a lot of people don't, but it, it, it is annoying. This is the thing I don't like, and I am obviously a woman. This is the thing I don't like. As, as a, a girl who, even as a child, had came out and talked about things that happened to me, I didn't wait... 40 years. I didn't wait till the guy became famous to say something. Yes, you're t- you're scared at the time, but if it takes you 20 some years and it takes till the guy becomes a um, superstar for you to get the courage to talk about yeah. it. At that point I feel like your complaints are invalid. Invalid. That's another thing. And that goes back that goes back to my point. Like it's not like they're like women, they you understand the professional career. It's like no, they have power. Now, especially nowadays, dude, if a woman comes out, if a guy acts inappropriately and a girl comes out, that guy's fucked. So even if it happened 15, 20 fucking years ago, like, get the fuck out of here. It, once you turn 18, you're a fucking grown-up, okay? I don't have any fucking, like, you know, sympathy goggles. Oh, you're a woman. You're, oh, let's, oh, my God. Oh, you're a man? Oh, then he should fucking, no. Everybody's fucking, I'm the real fucking feminist. Everybody's fucking on the same level playing field. So get the fuck out of here. Oh, it was too hard. I felt frozen. No, are you kidding me? That make that makes women look like fucking bitches. Well, there are not. some girls that are very afraid and they don't know how to deal with sexuality. Yeah, but like these guys are fucking gargoyles. Like Weinstein and CK, Oh, he's gross. They're, they're fucking trolls. Like those dudes, I feel would watch The Ring just to get a bitch in their living room. No, not true at all. A lot of women are attracted to Louis C.K. because he's very talented. He's very smart. He's very smart. He plays the feminist. Weinstein, on the other hand, that guy's just a total fucking. Well, we have a friend now who our friend was the chef. Also, Weinstein's brother Robin was snitched on him because he fucking wanted him out of the company because he didn't want to share the profits. That it's Weinstein's brother that this whole thing came out because of his brother Bob Weinstein. Whatever the fuck his name is. This is all true. It's been admitted. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing is, is uh, it, I feel like he's so different than like this Louis C.K. thing because he was in a position of power. Yeah. He was doing things to women who were trying to get jobs and this and that. So he was using that power. Whereas Louis was just a, was just creepy. 
Yeah. He was just that perverted dude that you meet at a bar and they'd be like, hey, would you like a little jerk off at a food? And yeah. then you're like, uh, no. A normal person just goes, no, and walks away. Also, they don't go, no, I mean, I'm going to wait 15 years until you become famous. Then I'm going to talk about it because it affected right. people. Also, I don't think anyone's mentioned the fact that, like, at least Louis was upfront with who he was. Like, he didn't go 15 yeah. minutes without talking about jerking off, coming on a girl's tits, cum, jizz, balls, dicks. Pussies like jerk off. Like he mentioned masturbation chronically. Then you have Bill Cosby, who's like family <laughs> values, take care of your kids, and I'm judging everybody. <laughs> and he was a fucking. He was that guy. I saw a documentary, dude. It wasn't just groping and feeling. He was a. That guy deserves like the fucking death penalty for what he was doing. So honestly, like fuck all this shit. Like at least Louis was fucking. He. You could tell he was struggling. It, no. Why can't we all just get along, Rodney King? Can we all get a fucking along? He's Jesus dead. fucking Christ. You know what? Um, though, like, talking about women that are frozen with fear, I did hear a really interesting and important story that you guys might want to know about. So there's, like, this epidemic going on right now where um, the McDonald's... Hold on. Apparently we have a problem with it. God... Damn microphone again. Yeah, okay, fine, fine, like fine. you unplug, plug, unplug. Okay. Anyway, so apparently there's this like epidemic going on right now with McDonald's where the epidemic. frosty machines are not working properly. <laughs> and people have been so irate about this that they actually um, made an application for your phone to where you can find the nearest working flurry machines. I think that we in need In case that. you need that. I think no one needs that. The fuck does this have to do with rape? We're, we're talking about women that are frozen with fear, so it just made <laughs> me think about the uh, the McFlurry. That was a perfect segue. I, I Jason. was thinking you were going to be like, oh, there's segue. a huge sexual harassment problem at McDonald's. <laughs> no, no, but you know, been around for a while don't. now. Most women don't come out until they feel like they're protecting other women. They hit this point where they say, well. If I come out now, it won't happen to other people. I think that's a big motivation. That is true. I don't know. It's so hard for me to like really get upset about this and like feel sorry for like grown ups that are doing it. And I don't and I don't care and I don't want to be like, poor you. Like that happened to me for many years when I was a child. And at one point as a child, I grew the balls to say, Mom, guess what? This is happening to me. We need to get the fuck out. And we did. So it's like, I can't feel sorry exactly. for this woman exactly. who waited 20 years yeah, let's to give a, speak let's out. Let's, can we hold she adults to a higher fucking standard? That's been my point the whole time. Let's hold I think the fame, I think the fame thing is an issue. The, oh, fame, the fame thing, thing is, and that's what makes that's me angry. Next, it's, it's, it's the like, fame thing. That's, you, the, that's the piece of it I don't like. Yeah, like why didn't you speak out years ago when he was a, so When he was an open mic or shitty A-room headliner. Yeah, you didn't care then. You care now because he's rich and you can profit off of it. Yeah, He wasn't a star when this shit happened. Louis was not... Not a that's the thing exactly. that bo- that's the only thing that really bothers me. If now if everyone was not fit, like in your career when people are kind of just probably on their levels in like like people like in the in the publishing industry, they're probably staying in the same level more or less, or not in the public eye as much. Maybe I mean, I mean, the people that you were talking about, like it's it's that's a different situation. I think that also if you make it like as a millionaire comedian or a famous comedian, I think it's, or a famous actor or a famous whatever, it's there different. There are very few millionaire publishers. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's a different, the, the standard, so are people reporting it now? Like, in your field, where, when the people aren't, there's not money involved as much? Or what do you? I'm not really hearing about it in publishing. I'm hearing a lot about it in the hospitality industry, a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars. A lot of people are coming forward and there aren't really a lot of millionaire 
bar owners. Right. Now that I feel different. That I feel differently. I do feel differently about that in the sense that if 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 your your livelihood is being dangled over your head and you feel like if you say something you're going to lose your career, you're going to lose your job and this then I can understand the fear of coming out because we need to survive, we need to work, we need to make money. But the whole coming out 20 years later when the person's a superstar and all that kind of stuff, that gets on my nerves. Yeah, it just gets on that. my nerves. But when it's your boss or something like that, like I said, I can understand that more than I can understand these ladies that are ladies that are just popping out like ladies. randomly like after you know 20 years because he's a millionaire but can I just say from like a sort of contrarian standpoint here that like I love that word. there's also a lot of women who want to fuck their boss there's a lot of women who are like <laughs> ooh he tells me what to do I like that you know what I mean so there's that whole angle too and I'm not saying that there's anything illegal or improper about that but I I do think that it leads. I, I did that. It fetish, leads to a really bad men situation. Fetishize their power over a woman in the workplace. Women fetishize I'm so, power. I, I'm sorry. The folks. submissive. I the submissive. hate to say it, but sometimes they the guy telling them what to do and clean that up and fucking come in at eight eight o'clock tomorrow. Oh, that gets the juices flowing. Sorry, not sorry. That's a thing too. Sorry. No, that happens. It happens. Uh, Ann Coulter just posted something saying. Uh, JFK had sex with his intern when she was 19, and he used his power. <laughs> and I was like, like she didn't want to fuck the president. Yeah, and Bill Clinton's a fucking yeah, rapist, yeah. too, dude. No, you He's know, a straight like, up, Bill Clinton you know was, has happen? been accused of rape several times. So yeah. if it's like all victims what, should be heard, we should hear that fucking victim. What's Chris Hayes from MSNBC, is, he even tweeted yeah. about it a couple days ago. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Am I the bad guy now? Are you pissed at me, Blake? No, I'm not pissed, but I just keep getting talked over. If we have an on 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 oh. podcast like, fight, no, if we have an on podcast, um, you have to fight, make out and you and, and you have to let me masturbate on a plant. Okay, go on. <laughs> but, right. kind of plant? A dead one. Anyway, go on. A dead flower. From no, the- but what's going to happen eventually is when they say men can't abuse their power, you're only going to be able to fuck somebody that has a job level the same as you. That's that's a good point. Like if you're at Applebee's, you can only fuck the server. <laughs> you can't fuck a hostess. <laughs> you, know, you, you have to go. Like it's gonna have to move up scales. Like it's gonna get weird. You think so? Like I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's yeah. That's it's, it's like a power thing. There's a lot of power involved. Yeah, but they're gonna be like, oh, you can't abuse your power. So like a server can't fuck a bus girl. Like <laughs> a bus girl. I never. Saw. That's no, a good I'm point. Just saying like no, it, it, it's gonna get so fucking creepy that it's like we're gonna become fascist big time. I really, I, I think it's becoming. I think that there's like a power issue going on, definitely, in every sexual encounter. Sometimes that's is it. That isn't I don't it. Know. But all I know is it feels like we've been on here for a while. How yeah, we, long have we? Been we have. Here? We have to wrap it up. But we did a special, a very special. Wow, this is birthday. like the. I feel like I, I feel like there was. Remember how we did the rapid fire go down? Yeah. A little okay, thing? we could do. All right, I'm going to do that. So we got some topics of things that we were going to talk about, like like some hot topics or some interesting things that I saw. So mm-hmm. I will pick and I will go through and I will get your opinion. Not everybody's opinion on each one, but I'll give you each your own special. Yeah, Angela keeps so, it going. Angela keeps it going. Here we go. Um, so Perez Hilton posted uh, on his like his uh, page, his website or whatever. That John Travolta was most likely the next one to be involved in some sort of sex scandal. Stacy Pressman, tell me what you think about that. And well, what is the likelihood of that. Well, he's a Scientologist, so that's definitely something. Um, 
Uh, and I think he's going to – he was always having a scandal with homosexuality. So something's going to come out with some kind of like sexual thing. He, he used to like fuck massage therapists and stuff. So All right. So you think that's pretty likely then? Um, kind of likely, yes. I was also thinking the Scientology thing is very creepy. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, I, they get protection. Yeah, but not so much anymore with Leah Remini. Go, girl. Oh yeah, she's she's tearing them down. Okay. Also, um, I was thinking it would be kind of funny. You know how everybody does like the polls of who, what celebrity is going to die next and all that. I hate we those. Should, we should do our own little poll of which celebrity is going to be the next one to be involved in their own sex scandal. So I'll start with you, Stacey. Who do you think? The next celebrity. Yeah. Uh, to be involved in some sort of creepy, sexy, sex scandal bullshit. Like, like shockingly? Yeah, like, like, a, like, like the Louis C.K. thing and the Kevin Spacey and all that shit. Ooh, oh, my God. That's, that's, everyone's taken already. <laughs> They're all taken. Um, someone was talking about, oh, oh, I know. I, someone was telling me um, Dane Cook. Okay, Blake Carter, who's your, uh, who's your <laughs> guest? I hate this question because I feel like it's going to be somebody I like. So it'll probably be Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, good one. It'll never be somebody I dislike, like Rob Schneider. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, uh, if, I had to, if I had to pick, I would say, I really think John Ritter. He's dead. I know. Post-mortem. I'm saying if he was still alive, he probably would have been involved in one by now because uh, we didn't expect this from Cosby, so I feel like he would be the next obvious Good one. Good one, okay. Um, but I'm going to go with Vince Vaughn. I don't know why, but I just saw a picture of him with a really creepy mustache, and I felt like, yeah, he's doing something crazy. So, uh, Jason Scoop, what do you think? Well, I would say that everybody that's come out so far has been people that we all really like. And it's gotten, like, progressively more likable people. Like, Harvey Weinstein, ugh, nobody likes. But then it was, like, Ellen DeGeneres fucking, what was it? Uh, what did she do? No, they said she fucking oogled at Katy Perry's tits. So it was, <laughs> like, Ellen DeGeneres, Dustin Hoffman, like, fucking now Louie. Who the fuck doesn't love Louie? So I think... Richard Dreyfuss. I believe, yeah, that was years ago. Oh no! Not sorry. I got confused between him and the uh, um, um, the one. Okay, it doesn't matter. I think the most likable person of all time, motherfucking Tom Hanks. I think he's. Oh, that would be such a. You sad or if you want to talk no, about no, post mortem no. ones, the only person less like or, or close to in likability to Tom Hanks, Patrick motherfucking Swayze. Oh, that would hurt my heart. Kara, Kara so Newman, who's your guest? I'm just shaking my head. No, 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 no. No Patrick? No Patrick Swayze, no. I know, that would ruin every childhood fantasy I ever And had. don't say somebody you already know about. This ain't no Martha Stewart insider trading. <laughs> Boy, I don't know. And this shit's dropping in three days. I think it's going to be Mel Gibson. Ooh. There's something wrong there. Yeah. He's already yeah, despised. I, I he's already despised, yeah. So who's nice, like a nice one? I'm expecting. Oh, I have a good one. Steve Carell. No. <laughs> no, I'm just giving, I'm giving people. Ooh, that's a good one. Fuck. It's always the nice, the nice people. Anyone who's ever been on Will and Grace. Oh. Oh, shit. Good one, Kara. Including the guest stars. Yes, the guest stars. It would break my heart. No. All right, here we go. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one to Blake, and then um, I want Jason to comment on it, too. So uh, there was this story that... Um, that in Florida, they're now selling these bulletproof backpacks. And I'm like, what's going on in Florida and why? Go ahead, Blake. 
What do you think about that? What's going on in Florida? Oh Why my god. Well, the, well, no, well, well, no, well, Florida is such a weird goddamn place. They have a castle with a f- bunch of varmints running around and they they have <laughs> Mickey Mouse. They have gangbangers and spring breakers and <laughs> They need more than bulletproof backpacks. <laughs> I mean, they need mouse traps. <laughs> and there's so many things. Florida is such an awful place. <laughs> Retirement people? Yeah, how much? What is that? What is that milk they drink? I don't even know. I don't know either. They also have Stacy Pressman. Yeah, talking about her pussy down there? Uh, <laughs> All right, last, 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 we, have, last, we have to wrap it up, guys. Okay, the last thing. Um, today is... Um, Hashtag World Kindness Day, Jason Scoop. What do you think about that? Give oh boy, Jesus a Christ. If you want me to give an honest answer, I think that that is actually, I can't even give like a funny, sarcastic answer. Like, if you want me to answer with my heart. Your heart, Jason, your heart. No, that's actually. Answer with your heart. This, this world is so fucked up right now, but also in a lot of ways better than ever because there's so many conversations, there's so many. That's why I think Trump's election may not have been the worst thing in the world because it's drudging up all that gook at the bottom of the lake. That we just wanted to forget Trump's about. Trump's presence is like, it's like a fucking, it's like a, you know the when your mother would, uh, when she would bake a cake and she would use that thing, it's like, to crush up the eggs and shit. Trump's election was like, all that shit at the bottom of the lake. And it's exposing so much. Do you think Harvey Weinstein, the thing, the, the shot that fired this whole thing, would have even happened if Hillary had won? There was so much angst against Trump getting away with his perceived sexual assaults that they were like, well, we can't touch him, but we could fucking touch Hollywood or we could touch this. That started all this other shit. And it's like... Somebody made... Someone opened their mouth. Someone had to open their mouth. Trump dredged up all this gook at the bottom of the lake. And I don't know. Like, uh, I think that a day of kindness, I think that that's a much needed thing. I think that we should all... I think that we should all... You know, just fucking be more open and accepting of other people's ideas and who they are and, you know, not have this, like, psychotic, like, we all need to think the same thing at all. If you don't agree with us, you're a bad person, you're a good person. Maybe, like, for instance, Louis, he was exposed. He did some bad shit. But does that mean that all the wonderful shit he ever did, he should be castigated away forever? I think all of us... This is the problem. He I, put a lot of be- good people to work, like my but, friends. But let's just say that I think all of us should be a little less judgy because none of us are perfect and be a little more open to just understanding that we're all human and human beings make mistakes and not just like fucking being like, well, you did something bad that most of us don't like, so fuck you forever. No, if that person's genuinely sorry, maybe they can be welcomed back into the fray. No, I agree. Yeah. So this World Niceness what Day, do you think? as much as you might have wanted a funny answer, I think that that is That's beautiful. very I much needed. And Blake Carter, what do you think? I don't know what just happened. Okay. He thinks it's, he thinks it's time to wrap up, don't you? And then what do you think, Kara? Do you think how, World Kindness Day? Sometimes it feels like the world's a horrible place, so I'm all for World Kindness. I think we should all have World Kindness, and I think it's kind. I want to Thank everybody that's here tonight for my birthday celebration podcast. Happy birthday. Um, this is my... Yes, Stacey. I met right Tori right. Amos this week. It might have been the best day of my life. Really? Um, and um, I really think that we all should just be... We should have open conversations about things. That's why... I'm also... Let- <laughs> Sorry. I know. It's like that's the joke that I'm cutting everyone off. But it's like the world is a horrible place, but that's what makes the world a beautiful place. Because imagine if everybody was good, all of us were good, 
There wouldn't be any. You need bad. You can't have dark without light. You can't have dark without light. (laughs) And I feel like the worst things get, that makes the good guys shine even brighter. And there'll always be that battle until the whole globe blows up. No? She hates me. This chick fucking hates me. No, she doesn't. Oh, I got a I got a hate hated vibe. Okay. I just didn't agree with the very last statement, but it's okay. I don't hate you. I think good is inherent. I don't think there's such a thing as a good person. We should all be good. There's just varying <laughs> levels of bad. Here's people. the misconstruction though that misconstruation is that people think most people are bad. No, no, no. The real bad guys, they're like they're they've gone so deep off the end of ego. I think ego is what is really you say money's the root of all evil? I think ego is the root of all I, evil. I, d- I totally agree. Well, you I want to... Th- I think that um, we all have to just to be... When you act, just act with kindness and think before you act and try to do... It's just like if you want to jerk off in front of a, a girl and she doesn't want you to, just like think, is, is going to make this girl upset? Is the golden like, rule. The like, golden you rule. No, what I'm saying, don't put people in situations they don't want to be in. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Think about that before you do it. Like, don't put people in situations. Like, if you think it would make somebody uncomfortable, think about their feelings before you do put, you know, your feelings and your cock in front of their faces. Anyway. Also, happy birthday, Stacey. Thank She's you. Happy birthday! I'm, th- yeah, I want to thank Kara. Buy her book, Road Soda, and and the, all her other books. For, na- your, I can't remember everything. Love you, Stacey. Thank you for making me completely unemployable. Love you. <laughs> Did I make you completely unemployable? Oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Because I'm totally unemployable. But I bet you, if we write the book <laughs> Cocktails, um, which that no. that is not the name at all. What's the name? I'm drunk. Just the name is Road Soda, and then there's a whole bunch more like sip, stir, and shake, shake. slurp. Oh, okay. <laughs> shake, stir, sip. And That's my book. Where this is slurp. And, um, and there's a lot more. Because she gave us a bunch of cocktails tonight. Yeah, so look Kara Newman up, your website, karanewman.com. Buy our books. They're amazing. Uh, cocktails for Crowds is a great book. I love that book. And I, and I got to press the button because we have to get out of here. But I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Pressman Hour. And I got to press the button. Press the button. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Hope I'm doing this stuff.